0: It's no secret the NFL has a problem with race. Think Colin Kaepernick. Think Brian Flores. But this isn't a new problem. It's one that started as far back as the 1930s with a ban on black players in the NFL with a past that informs the present. Blackball is a new miniseries podcast from The Ringer about the four men who broke the color barrier in football. I'm your host, Chelsea Stark-Jones. Blackball is dropping soon on The Ringer NFL feed.
1: This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience.
0: to tea time this is a weekly pop culture podcast on the ringer podcast network i'm liz kelly i'm kate hallowell and i'm amelia
2: Watemeyer. and today we're checking in with some oscars wrap up uh
0: lol from 2012 and marrying a jonas what a ride Okay, let's do it. Um, Tea Time is checking in with the Oscars wrap up. It was on Sunday. We're recording this Thursday. So we've had some time to look through the slideshows, best, worst dress, best moments, et cetera. Um, So let's start with the outfits. Who do you think was the best dress and worst dress, Kate?
3: I have to say I was uninspired largely by Hmm. the fashion offerings at this week or this year's Oscars. Uh, I thought it was weird that everyone wore white. And I know that everyone's already been talking about this. Like we said, it's late in the week, but did they not know that the carpet was white? Do they not tell mm-hmm. them that? I mean, I don't know. I just thought it was weird that the one year they changed the carpet from red to white. Everyone wears white and look like a bunch of ghosts haunting Interesting. Uh, the Oscars venue, so I didn't uh-huh. love that. I also just don't, I'm like, you wear white when you get married. You don't have to wear it to the Oscars. I don't know. It's just weird, not my fave. Okay. um But not to start out with hater energy. <laughs> but that's what I do. Anyway, my best dressed was Angela Bassett. She was in purple. It was fabulous. It was a color. Mm-hmm. She was the one yeah. living person among all of the ghosts, uh, and she's also just looked amazing this whole cycle. And she didn't win. Gorgeous. And that's, you know, that's fine. She won in our hearts, but she just looked amazing. And mm-hmm. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, my worst dressed, I have to give it to Florence Pugh, who I love. And listen, I don't mind a risk taker. I like her whole vibe lately. I think it's fun and cool. I like the hair and the piercing and the mm-hmm. vibes. I thought her hair was really cool at the Oscars. It was very like structural kind of bun. There was like a little ribbon thing. I was like, this is dope. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of her outfit was just one, just like not Oscars-y to me. It was like a dress, but it was just a shirt, but it was a dress. And then she had shorts on. Yeah. And uh, like these huge, like sort of black pumps. Um, (laughs) And I just didn't, I, I thought it was a big swing and I appreciate a big swing, but it just did not work for me. And then I hated her. Vanity Fair outfit way more, um, oh, which was yeah. like a just black seashell mm-hmm. bra, but it was like <laughs> coming off of her body a little bit, like it was like mm. like just like very odd, ill fitting, ill fitting. Yeah. And then she had like this big purple hooded cape thing, um, mm. and just those I wouldn't have picked her if one or the other had been better, <laughs> but the double mm-hmm. it was a double blow for mm-hmm. the flow stands. So I just, I don't know her, her, I like her stylist normally, but they've been taking some weird, some weird risks some lately. Risks. Um, yeah. and I, it's not working for me. So that was my best and worst. Yeah. yeah. That's sad for you to see your favorites do that to you.
0: Um, Amelia, what
3: did you think?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with Kate. I really loved Angela Bassett's purple. It looked great. Um, another person who looked really good was, The Chinese actress Fan Bing Bing. Do you remember when she like disappeared? Uh Huh? And then like, it it was never explained. I don't Uh know. It was was like, it's like those crop circles. They just like appear one day. It's like she just appeared back one day. I look forward to the Netflix documentary about it someday. Oh my God. (sighs) Truly. Um, But anyway, she showed up. And I'm sorry, but this woman legitimately terrifies me just because she, one, because she disappeared and there was no explanation. And two, she looks like. I say this because she's she's stunning, but she Mm -hmm. looks like a creepy doll. Like there are no pores on this. If you look at a picture of this woman, there are no pores on this face. There's not a (gasps) wrinkle in sight. And she she's I'm not saying 40 is old, but she she looks like she's 20 and she creeps me out. She just looks creepy. I mean, she is truly like
3: ageless and expressionless in a way. Yeah, it's
2: scary but she looked gorgeous. She was show- she showed up in this like, <laughs> sorry, not to be like I'm comparing, but but yes, but um she looks great. She had this uh like kind of silvery, I guess whitish, uh, sparkly halter neck dress on and then she had these like huge this huge green kind of shawl thing, but they it was like uh, there were like, shoulder... I'm sorry. I'm doing
3: such a bad job of, like, explaining this. Google it's it. It's very, like, old Hollywood glamour. Yes, it's very like, glamorous. Like, this is, like, an Oscars dress. And this yes. is right. what I yes. wish more people yeah. kind of did. Like, this is the vibe yes. to me. Like, if you're going to take a big swing at the Oscars, swing in this direction. I agree. Mm-hmm. You know? like I totally Super, like, old Hollywood glamour, color, sparkle, not, not so much the other weird direction. And I, yes. I have to say, while we're talking about Fan Bing, I read one time that she does... Three sheet masks a day. Damn. Are and you serious? Every time I do a sheet mask, I think about her and I'm like, is this making me, is this removing all of the wrinkles on my is face? Is that the secret? <laughs> it seems to work for her. I guess. <laughs> oh, and listen, God. they don't do that much. They were just like moisturizing, but something about, I, she does them constantly. I've seen like videos of her walking through airports like with a sheet mask on <laughs> and like signing autographs like with her sunglasses oh, on. Oh my gosh, of the sheet that's mask. so funny. Oh, buddy. So I guess if you want that's to great. look 20 when you're 40, that's the secret.
0: I love Noted. That. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked two things. I liked, in addition to everything you guys said, um, Lady Gaga's bare face. She appeared on the red carpet in full glam, like a very smoky, heavy eye a la Julia Fox. And she performed Hold My Hand, which was nominated. um, It's in the movie Top Gun Maverick. But she transformed for this performance. She took, not she, someone, took all of her makeup off, like, Down to a point where it looked like she hadn't worn makeup ever once in her life. And it went very viral because everyone was like, drop the makeup remover. Like, how did you do that? Because every plebeian like me knows you wear eye makeup, you do it. And you're like, oh, I did it well. You wake up the next morning and you're still a raccoon. So I did some digging. The makeup artist that was working uh, with her that night did not reveal the makeup remover. But she did post a photo of like the aftermath. And it's a bunch of like towelettes. So- Uh Take that as you will. Anyway, I just loved, I don't know. It was like very close-up performance. She was in ripped jeans, black t-shirt, no makeup, and like her hair was up. And I appreciated <laughs> she, that because she's she like kills me. a full glam lady. And <laughs> she, she's just, a, she's a performer. She,
2: she's that is the key. She is the performer. This is
0: her art pop.
2: She loves it. it like, yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. It's so funny. It's so funny. Like, of course, she would show up looking like the rest of us to perform the song. i just like, of course she would. And I love that. I love that. I agree.
0: And then the other thing I wanted to say that uh, is in line with Kate's comment about Angela Bassett and the theme is like the bright colors were just like real winners. I wanted to point out two people. Salma Hayek was in the most gorgeous Gucci, like burnt orange sequins and then, it was a bold look, but I did like it. I like Sequence it too. on top. And then what it says, like not confetti on the bottom, like the, I don't know,
3: some Kinda material like, I can't it's like identify. Fr- it's like tassels, like uh, yes. tinsel. It's tinsel. Oh,
0: tinsel. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. And then, similarly, in another bright color, Sandra O oh was in a shade of orange that just made her entire face pop out to the sun like the most glowing, gorgeous look I've ever this seen. This dress is
3: beautiful, actually. I love the it draping, is. too.
0: And I love the dark lip with it. I just yeah. thought she looked so good. And it reminded me of this like TikTok challenge I've been seeing everywhere and I wanted to try it on myself. And then, I don't know, maybe I forgot. But it's like, you put your whole face in kind of like a spectrum of colors and it's like, what season are you? So are you winter? And then around your face is all these like dark blues and whites and really cool tones. And then like autumn is kind of what these two are wearing, like these really rich jewel tone. Anyway, they match like just who they are in the essence of- it's so well that they must have taken this test because, and I need to take it as well because they know their undertones really they well. They do. <laughs>
1: yeah, it
0: was yeah. something about identifying a color that just like transcended them that I need to I need to track down my own. That's a great um, point. So I wanted to give those two a shout out.
3: What else, Kate? They looked amazing. I want to talk about the Vanity Fair party really quick because I was looking at these Getty images and I. I was like, I've never seen so many boobs in my entire life. Since we watched Showgirls, I have not seen this many boobs. What is happening? Is Uh this not the Oscars? Is this not (laughs) cinema's (laughs) biggest night? Which again, like, it's fine. Wherever you want. They look amazing. But I was confused. It seemed to be an abundance of naked outfits, which are in and trendy, but like not what I would assume people would wear to even the Vanity Fair party, which again is a little more risque than like the actual Oscars red carpet. Mm-hmm. I, there were like 10 different people who wore these like transparent outfits or like didn't wear a top or had some strategically placed stickers or just skipped the stickers altogether. And I was very confused and I did some digging and apparently the actual theme of, and I found people were saying this on Twitter. I didn't find like an actual specific article, but it was it was widespread enough that it seems to be real. Apparently, the actual theme of the Vanity Fair Oscars party was like naked sheer, like capitalized naked sheer. Oh, so apparently that's why so many people wore these sheer slash naked outfits that needs to be publicized more. Yeah, I feel like we would never people were like going out. And that was why I found it on Twitter, because people were going after Ciara specifically because she wore just like very risque. She looked amazing. Obviously, she's Ciara, but mm-hmm. people were going after her. And then everyone was like, "No, no! Like here, first of all, here are ten other women who also did this, and second of all, this was actually like an official theme." So I guess credit to them for following the theme. Like these are the people who wear, uh, you know, black dresses to the Met Gala. So I guess for once in their lives they did decide <laughs> to follow the theme. Uh, all of these like models and uh, some influencers and actresses. But I like why that for the Vanity Fair Oscars party? You know, I know you can do Isn't anything that firm theme. I, that- It was everywhere. A bunch of people like specifically capitalized, like naked sheer was the theme. Wow. Uh, Mm. So again, I guess take with a grain of salt, but that's why there were literally like 12 different people in these kinds of outfits, which was fine. Again, Mm. no complaints, but it was confusing. Mm. And I am a little baffled by that.
0: They need to make that more public next year.
3: Release the theme.
0: Yes. Um, and then best moments. We picked a couple. My favorite moment was John Travolta. Favorite and like saddest and just most heart-wrenching. But John Travolta introduced the in Memoriam section. Oh my gosh. He says a bunch of things about the, the section of the show in general. And then it's talking about all those who have passed in the last year. And then says they've touched our hearts. They've made a smile and became dear friends who we will always remain hopelessly devoted to. Aww. And he starts choking up. And I was like, oh my God. Um, I wanted I more. I wanted. Travolta. It was just so so sweet, and it was a very simple nod, but um, mm-hmm. it was very touching, and I think that was actually my favorite moment in the whole show. What
3: about you guys? Yeah, was yeah. oh, sweet. <laughs> I a couple just yeah just like I, there were some like very sweet and like heartwarming moments. I think yeah. of this Oscars. I I just have loved this whole cycle. Loved watching Ki Huy Quan from everything, everywhere, all at once. Just have the time of his life and like mm-hmm. cry every time he wins. Be so surprised. Mm-hmm. I love to watch someone who like can't believe they're there and can't believe it's <laughs> happening. And he just like could not get over it. And even if he hadn't won, I think just like, Amelia, you're going to talk about like his pictures with other celebrities. Like he just <laughs> like can't believe that this is happening. Mm-hmm. And no. it's just been a joy to watch.
2: Yeah. Yeah, totally. it's been very sweet. I
3: <laughs> He posted this 13
2: hours ago and he was like, the Oscar after parties were epic. <sighs> oh, my God. There's so many huge stars. But for some reason, it just kills me because I'm not saying that Usher isn't a big star or like <laughs> Gigi Hadid, but it's just like the ones like, that like, he led the, with. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're like, what? And then even the ones in here, it's like uh, he's got a Jonas brother. Alexandra Dadar. Who the hell is Alexandra Dadar? Like, did get in there? That's that was so hilarious. funny. Like, okay. Like, I think maybe the most famous person here is like Pedro Pascal.
0: Maybe. It's just, it's it just like, it's funny This to is me. such it's, a I'm funny sorry, combination funny. of people too. Because he didn't go for one type of celebrity. He just kind of, it means he was just talking to a bunch of yeah, different people. He's it like, runs
2: the
3: gamut. To... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
2: He's it's just, just a like, delight. Okay. <laughs> There's know, also and, a
3: video of him coming up to Brandon Fraser who also won. Oh. And in the back and he's like, ha. And then they're like, ah! <laughs> like freaking out together. That's I just love cute. when they're just like so likable and so excited and like can't Great. believe no. that this is their yeah, life. It's delightful thing. to watch. I agree.
2: Oh, are we not going to talk about the hot? I editor? cut it because you made me feel I'm embarrassed. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was going to talk about I'm the hot sorry. editor
3: from everything everywhere all at once. Oh, <laughs> even though <laughs> I really actually cut it because jam session already went long. Um, oh, OK. There okay. was a hot editor. He was hot and charming. And then Amelia was like, the bar is low for white men. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. Right, right. I'm, no, I'm sorry. sorry. He was, he's ugly. He is cute. But I'm yeah. just like, are you
2: kidding me? I could literally yeah, I walk around Target and find five guys <laughs> who look exactly like him. But I'm and sorry. I'm sorry. That's drag why him. I said it. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> sorry. Drag me. Like this guy isn't making it past week three on The Bachelorette. You know what uh, I mean? Wow.
0: <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. That was I joke.
2: love this energy from you. Oh, thank
0: you. Lastly, we did for we we're gonna force you to talk about this because that's it's so yeah. funny. Thank and you. she's also been everywhere. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, she really has. I just you know, I feel like I've ridden hard for Jamie Lee for a while just like ever since she showed up on those Activia commercials and was like, "Yeah, what up?" Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that that's I what did People it. People poop. Yeah. <laughs> but I is just so kooky. She's so in, she's just insane. She's out here defending Ariana DeBose for her rap, which I love. And she's telling mm-hmm. people to fuck off. She's also out here tell, telling James Corden on his show, she's like, You are a wonderful person and don't let anyone steal your spotlight. I'm just like, Jamie, oh my, my, God. my God, you're so insane. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Jamie Lee, she beat the odds and she ended up winning Best Supporting Actress for a film that honestly, I love Jamie Lee, but. She yeah. won for that role. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's just kind of <laughs> insane. She was there for maybe like ten minutes. I don't know. And I thought Stephanie Sue like did a better job. But what? That's not 100. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So she's Nepo Queen Legend. Uh, Jamie Lee <laughs> Curtis. She got up and she accepted the award. And there's like a <laughs> photo of her like <laughs> jumping up, like being excited because she's wearing these like little heels. Um, and it's like it looks like she's levitating. And how people yes.
0: are. She's got two feet up in the air in the same position. And Um, if anyone has ever jumped in their life before, it's very hard to do that. And I don't know how she picked her feet up at once. It's amazing. uh, In those high heels. Very physically impressive.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which I love and I think is so great. And and listen, I totally agree that Angela Bassett undoubtedly deserves an Oscar. She deserved an Oscar for the Tina Turner biopic that she did. Like she deserves one. However, I will say, and this isn't even in Jamie's defense. This is more of just like, if you think about it, I was surprised that she was even nominated for this role, only not because she wasn't good in it, because I saw the film and I thought she was great. But in particular, the stuffy types who make up the majority of the Academy are also the same exact type of people who rail on about how Marvel movies are ruining the film industry. Mm -hmm. The Venn diagram it's a circle like, you know, it's like Martin Scorsese. And, and to <laughs> me, they don't nominate Marvel movies for anything besides like, I don't know, VFX or maybe best song if they're right. lucky. And, mm-hmm. you know, despite I understand that Marvel movies make a ton of money and they keep people in theaters and they're really well. Re- some of them were well received <laughs> critically. But that being said, they never they nominated Black Panther for best picture, but it didn't win. But it just it they tried to, do you remember when they launched the campaign for Robert Downey Uh Jr. to be nominated for, and I was like, okay, come on. That's not happening. And it (laughs) didn't happen. That's the thing. And it, but an Academy award for a big category like one of the big acting awards, or the best picture, or director for a Marvel film. I'm sorry, is actually really groundbreaking and might never happen because of who the Academy is made up of. And right. honestly, I I thought, oh, Jamie Lee is winning after she beat Angela at the SAG. I was like,
3: oh, she's she's not winning. Uh, so yeah, I'm just I'm sure. I'm a nomination saying. is an achievement of its own.
2: For it, it, truly for a marvel film that's amazing because they one. don't like She'll get acknowledging one for something else. yeah and i hope she does she totally mm-hmm. deserves it but it just more than anything i was like these people hate marvel movies mm-hmm. like they, they mm-hmm. will do anything to
0: not acknowledge them so mm-hmm. but yeah yeah so. all right let's keep going let's do the next category it's not worth the tea this week in social media
3: and relationship news kate I move this up here as a transition because it's Oscars related. Um, Speaking of the naked dresses, uh, Hunter Schaefer of Euphoria fame was at the Vanity Fair party in a viral outfit in which she was wearing, she looked amazing, but she was wearing a white skirt and then just like a feather that was kind of like
1: tied Mm -hmm. over
3: her nipples and everything else was just kind of like out there. And again, she looked great. She was crushing it. She was styled by Law Roach, who does Mm. uh, Zendaya's styling and lots of other very famous people and models. Also does Hunter Schaefer, obviously. But Law Roach tweeted on Wednesday that he is retiring from fashion. He's really very famous. He's like a celebrity judge on like Legendary. He, again, just like is very well known for styling a lot of kind of like the it girls these Mm -hmm. days. But he tweeted that he's retiring. He put on Instagram and he said, my cup is empty. Thank you to everyone who've supported me in my career over the years. If this business was just about the clothes, I would do it for the rest of my life, but unfortunately, mm. it's not. The politics, the lies, and false narratives finally got me. You Aww. win. I'm out. Sad. So Twitter, who loves, you know, Zendaya and all of these people, uh, were kind of like, what is up? Like, this is one of the few celebrity stylists that is, like, famous of, in his own right, like, that we know. Um, like, is he mad at Zendaya? What happened? They then recircled this video from a while back to mm. where... Uh, they were at the Louis Vuitton fashion show from, uh, I think, a couple weeks ago. Zendaya sits down next to Emma Stone. And La Roach walks up and doesn't have a seat in the front row. And Zendaya kind of, like, points behind her to the second row. And La Roach is, like, visibly annoyed that he would, like, dare mm-hmm. be uh, have a second row seat. So I think this is part of why it went viral. Because people were like, oh, my God. Like, he mm-hmm. is so dramatic for quitting fashion because of this. And, like, is he breaking up with Zendaya? Then there was this whole cycle where people were talking about how he like made Zendaya a star, which first I was like, please. And then I was like, actually, this is legit. Like people pointed to interviews where he talked about he would just like try to get her into fashion events that she like kind of had no business being at and make her Mm. look amazing. And people would talk about her, which that is really how she became famous was like those first Met Gala looks and those first Mm, like award shows. He said also in an interview with, I think, Issa Rae that he would purposely put her in looks that he knew other people was wearing so that she would show up on the, like, bitch stole my look.
0: Oh, or, like, my God. Oh, my gosh. a
3: genius. Because he was like, she's going to wear it better. So, like, it was, like, very strategic Whoa. and huh. really smart. And, like, she really did, like, become famous, at, like, kind of on red carpets and then start to get cast in more stuff. And obviously, like, she has looked unbelievable for the past Several years, um, mm-hmm. he's styled her for you know the Oscars. He, she was at the Vanity Fair party last year in that suit that went really viral, mm-hmm. um, and he's just done an amazing job. But everyone was like, "Oh my god!" Like they can't break up. He has you know done all of this for her. So he actually posted yesterday that he was like on Twitter. He was like, "Me and Z like are not breaking up. Like that's not fashion. That's life. Like that's mm-hmm. family." Oh. So that's good. First of all, like sticking with her. But then everyone was like, what does this mean? Then why are you retiring? What does it mean that you're retiring if you're still going to be styling Zendaya? He did an interview today with Vogue um, right before and after he walked in a show for Hugo Boss and just a lot of stuff. He's definitely like a diva. He definitely is, you know, a little bit self-important, which they all are in in Mm -hmm. the fashion and celebrity world. Uh, but also, you know, extremely talented. And he just talked about how like he is kind of just like letting go of some of the power mm-hmm. and how like when you a model walks into the room, they're not like, I'm going to wear that. Like they're like, what are you you going to put on me? Like I'll wear wh- whatever you want. So he was like, you know, making his debut as a runway model. And he was like, that's kind of mm-hmm. the energy that I want is to just like step back, kind of like let other people's vision wash over me and work with that mm-hmm. and like be a little bit less like, you know, hardcore kind of like having the power myself. Hmm. Um, I'm guessing he'll still do styling certainly for Zendaya, if not also others, but it seems like, you know, he, he's like trying some different things as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think retirement is maybe a strong word, but ultimately I think he will still, uh, continue to work with Zendaya and, and others in some shape or form. Good. Well, he should. That's yeah. the takeaway. But yeah, I was actually very, very impressed once I started reading all about like what he did for day, I was like, yeah. you know what? She does a, a lot to him. She does. She really does.
0: There is this one look of hers that yeah. went really viral and people actually pulled a couple of like pre La roach, like what they were wearing uh-huh. on the red carpet. Oh shit. And like she was rocking a lot of like big top hats. Did you guys yeah. see that one photo? And no. they were like, she needs him more than vice versa right so, yeah
3: he really don't like don't created on her her That's sort funny. of model brand or yeah like high-end luxury yeah. yeah yeah she does That's she hilarious. owes a lot to
2: him her <sighs> okay top what? Era. she's coming back to her top hat era yes okay. yeah can't have that um what the hell is this next one amelia incredible oh transition here also yes. in the fashion
3: world <laughs>
2: exactly megan with a three you know mm. the doll the killer doll she <laughs> is now the new face well, she started a campaign for Mark Jacobs sub label called heaven, which I guess is like supposed to be edgy and cool. And I don't know, I guess maybe probably assume that Gen Z is into it, but, um, so these photos were released <laughs> and it's literally just, it's, it's the doll Megan and she's dressed in what appears to be a zip up hoodie or maybe just a hoodie that has like a, a skull kind of on it's, it's giving like Avril Lavigne. She looks mm-hmm. kind of like Avril mm-hmm. Lavigne and she's got these she giant boots on and she looks very uh, moody.
0: So, yes. yeah, she looks great. Wow. I don't
2: know. This like, is the
0: future. This is so odd.
2: Oh, God. All
0: right, we'll oh. keep our eyes out for more Megan. For who, sure. Who knows where else she'll end up. Right. Okay, quickly, quickly, Big celeb pregnancy news. Lindsay Lohan is having her first child. (laughs) We're very excited. We've been on the Lohan train since the inception of tea time. It's just, you know, our latest and greatest. She is having a child with her husband, Bader Shamas. And Mm -hmm. um, she posted on Instagram of like a little baby onesie and it says coming soon. It's great. I actually really, you know, everyone was congratulating her. Paris Hilton comes out of the woodwork and is like, welcome to the mommy club. Okay. So it's been a really long time since the early aughts I feel a little old that <laughs> all of these women are mothers um, but yes we're very excited and I mean she's been on a roll in her professional life and now she'll be on a roll in her personal yeah. life so I hope she's already yeah. shot
3: those uh, she had that two picture deal for Netflix she's already <laughs> shot that next Christmas <laughs> rom-com otherwise we're gonna have, have to wait a while for the next one
0: True. I bet they did that all in one month in Toluca yeah. Lake like last year <laughs> and just, like these are the three that we're gonna release <laughs> you're right you're right. Oh, um, okay, the other thing on social media I wanted to talk to you about, Amelia, don't know if you mm. caught these in real time. Mm-hmm. It was Tristan Thompson's birthday. The infamous mm. baby daddy and former partner of Khloe Kardashian, who cheated on her like 100,000 times. We talked about <laughs> it very extensively on this pod. So oh. it was his birthday, and... Mm. The if you guys follow the any Carda- one Kardashian, except for maybe Kendall, they go really hard on social media for all of their birthdays. It's like- You're so right. The longest 10-part Instagram crazy. story. And then grid post. And they, there's so many of them and they're so detailed every post. I can't believe they haven't run out of like English words, but it's like <laughs> the most thoughtful, the most, the, the most, so they go on and on. So mm-hmm. it's Tristan's birthday, which they have no business or reason to post for him you think but then Ooh. so they post these long things there actually have been rumors swirling that tristan and chloe are back together which the two of you, you just kidding? rolled your eyes for those who are not on the zoom oh with us God. because they're her best friend they had their birthday party they were like photographed very close together they are raw i they are like some clues and also oh. they're like why would tristan be invited to chloe's best friend's birthday if they were not on like really good terms Anyway, back to the is birthday this, post. Is this like Malika? Yes. Okay. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> okay. So anyway, back to the birthday post. These these Kardashians need to take a page out of Giselle Bundchen's book in terms mm. of like social media fronts yes. for their ex partners. So yes. first it comes. First comes Chris. Chris Jenner. Also, I'm sorry. I'm going <coughs> so long on this. No business no, posting please, for I her love daughters. This. Like cheating, fucking ex boyfriend. There's I, no need. This- but no.
3: She's this doing image bullshit. rehabilitation. You're so right. They have to be back together. She
0: fucking is. So Chris says this. You look at the glass half full. Like what the hell? Like what kind of description The glass is that? half full? The
1: glass like, is there's nothing even like in the birthday? glass.
0: Yeah. It has been so great watching you grow as a dad, a friend, a brother, an uncle, and a son. He's such an inspiration teaching her many lessons with when it comes to how you deal with adversity and challenges that seem insurmountable.
2: Oh I feel like, like my brain is breaking in real time. This that's you know, so offensive to me.
0: Like what? And then she goes. I know this year has been hard so far, but you seem to find the positive and light amongst the sadness. We love you very much. The, uh, Kris ugh. Jenner's in her little media lab. Okay, uh-huh. she, she really is. Together.
2: Do you? Okay, did you watch this past seasons of a season of the Kardashians on Hulu? Yes. Yes. Okay, did you see when? Chloe was like, Oh God, Tristan is so annoying. Like he wants to pay for True's birthday party. And Chris uh, Jenner was like, let him pay. He's such a good daddy.
0: I was like, Chris, shut the fuck up. She's planning <laughs> 10 steps ahead and probably knew Chloe's gonna get back together with him. So it's like yes. I must be on this side now. <laughs> so then Chloe super doesn't have to say anything, right? They've got an infant son together that like he cheated on her, like right. and had another child with right <sighs> in that time period. If y'all watch that season. Anyway, she says, again stories ended and a grid post you are truly the best father brother and uncle her wish for him is to continue to crave change healing and transformation oh and it's God. like we're doing too much like what are those words even actually mean? Say happy birthday via text if you're <laughs> if you really are like that upset with him yeah. and be done. Right? Why have they not been able to quit
2: this man? It's so. It's really embarrassing. You know, at first I and I still do feel sympathy towards Chloe, but like, fool me once, you know, fool me literally six times. times. Shame on me! Like you look so (sighs) stupid. I'm sorry. So it's like, be smarter. Like, what are we doing? This is so, what are we like, doing?
0: This is embarrassing.
2: I'm sorry, yeah. and I like and Chloe, but this is embarrassing.
0: There's like 400 photos of him on this little carousel, and it's just, it's really unbelievable. So this is this is damning evidence. I feel like this is real. Like yeah. warming the people up. She turned this the comments so, off. So oh my that's god, so she unwell. did. Of
2: course yeah. she did. Oh my god, yeah. that's if you're gonna <sighs> make these grand statements and gestures leave the comments on
0: truly leave them on because you know what you're doing yeah be brave brave. (laughs) face it um so that was that i have my eyes on those two just (sighs) fyi
2: i'm sorry that's Um, i yeah uh and she really i used to well she used to be my favorite and then she wasn't my favorite and then i watched everybody's favorite yeah of kardashians and i was like oh i forgot why i like chloe so much she She's so funny and, and like, I feel for her. And now I'm just like, you're being stupid. This is mm-hmm.
0: embarrassing. What mm-hmm. are you doing? She posted, sorry. She posted a selfie a couple days later and it's just her, like, doing a kissy face. The All of the comments are like, that birthday post giving no self-respect. Like, girl, delete that Tristan post. Like, everyone hates it. <laughs> good. So, I'm sorry, but good. The people sorry. are speaking. Um, people are okay. speaking. Last piece of Kardashian news. Oh, yes. Oh, my.
2: Let me just say, so I follow Erewhon on uh, Instagram because, you know, I, I need to nice. know what smoothies, what branded smoothies are next. And, you know, we talked about this before. I
3: love Erewhon smoothie content. So I'm so
0: glad
2: you brought this to the table. <laughs> oh, good. Thank I'm gonna you. I'm going to follow
3: them right now. I didn't me even know how to Do it. An
2: Do it. Uh, listen, their Instagram is great. You know, we talked about it before how Kris Jenner try- tried her hardest to get a fucking smoothie, <laughs> but they were like, you're too old. Let's give it to her daughter. Um, And- <laughs> You know, just when you think they couldn't twist the knife a little more. Turns out the latest
3: collaboration is with Kim Kardashian's fucking hairstylist, Chris Appleton. <laughs> this Are is y- stunning to me. First of all, I thought that there was enough like, desire for celebrities to do this, that, like, we could actually keep it with celebrities. Well, and yeah, um, they had, like, Bella
2: Hadid, which I was like, oh, okay, right. that's big. Okay, Bella, yeah. Haley
3: Bieber. We had like, Hailey Bieber, right. It's in pretty high demand as far right. as, like, celeb collabs go. Yes. So I'm a little... He must have an in somehow. But this is really funny that, oh, yes. that he got one. He got Chris one. didn't. I'm
0: actually dying. I went to Airwan's Instagram to uh, follow them per your instructions. I went to the post about this movie... None other than A. Wedemeyer's comment, Chris
3: Jenner is shaky. <laughs> <laughs> I just liked that 30 seconds ago when I saw it too. <laughs> Thank you. So true, A. Wedemeyer. <laughs> uh, but I just- pretty good. It's wild. Oh, it, it does look
2: really good. And supposedly, it's supposed to have like benefits for your hair because he's a hairstylist. That makes ah, sense. Smart. So, you, know, you, know,
0: you know, the know. worst one was, uh, what's her name? Courtney's, what? It was black and it had all that charcoal oh, right. in it. This purple <laughs> yeah. is at least like a less offensive, like just, you know, it's just like mm-hmm. less- weird-in-your-stomach color. And it's yeah. got, like,
3: little, like, purple flakes on top. That's cool. Yeah, I yeah. like
2: that. Coconut flakes. Um, That's fun. Right? And it's yeah. so funny. They reposted on their stories, like, Kim talking. She's like, this smoothie is so good, you guys. And and she's in one of her mini you know, marble halls. And it's, like, reverberating. She's like, you guys, this smoothie <laughs> is so good. Echoing it's around her marble cave. Yeah, it's hilarious. So, <laughs> oh, um, gosh.
3: You know, wow. we're
0: out here doing a Erewhon smoothie watch.
2: So, we
3: should go
0: and try it. I feel like uh, we have to try it. I can't remember, Kaya, if you've had any of them. I don't Kaya
2: think i had, had. the Hailey
3: Bieber one, right? No, I had the Kourtney Kardashian one. Oh, you one. did? Uh, did yeah. you like that one? It was pretty tasty, honestly. Damn it. <laughs>
2: no, I, I Can we expense you? our Erewhon
1: smoothies? <laughs> we should try it. I feel like
3: we could. I think
2: I'll so, to too. Try. Oh, that's funny.
1: This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it.
0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and member FDIC.
3: The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true.
1: I am just praying to God, this is a
3: sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: All right, let's move on to cringe mode. This week, we are doing the Miley classic, LOL, in honor of mm. her new album that came out. That is great, and I would recommend you guys all watch or listen to that. Okay, shall we? Any other introduction needed? Kate, did you want
3: to say anything for the I plot? can do the plot if you would like. Let's do it. Yeah, we picked Miley this week because we just didn't really get a chance to talk about her new album and Mm. her evolution. Um, But yeah, it's great. I'm also really enjoying it. Um, But yeah, LOL, 2012. You've probably seen this on your Netflix queue. If you your viewing habits are anything like mine, this has been recommended to me for years. For some reason, I thought this movie was about cyberbullying, and it's not at all. Uh, I don't know why I thought that. But um, this movie is actually a remake of a 2008 French movie. I'll talk about that later. Um, oh. It was also called LOL. They made it basically like scene for scene. Uh, the American oh. version starring Miley Cyrus in really just a, an incredible era for her. Liz, we'll get into that. But she stars as Lola, AKA Lowell, uh, hence the name. And she's just like a very chaotic high school student in Chicago. She has a very wild school year. She like breaks up with her cheating boyfriend, tries to date her really hot best friend, Kyle. I'm like, no one has a Guy, straight guy best yeah. friend who was this hot. Uh, but anyway, that's just unrealistic. Uh, he's in a band. There's like a battle of the band subplot. And uh, in the meanwhile, she's like dealing with all her weird wild friends. Her mom is like all up in her business. Uh, her mom is Me mm. Moore. She's equally chaotic. She's like sleeping <laughs> with her ex husband. Then she pivots to sleeping with like hot police officer Jay Hernandez. Mm-hmm. She's like trying to kill her daughter's social life, punish her for like throwing parties, losing her virginity. There's a trip to Paris. Uh, Miley has, like, some interpersonal conflicts with her friends. And with she breaks up with Kyle. She gets back together with Kyle. She has a fight (laughs) with her mom. Moves in with her dad. Goes back to her mom. uh, (sighs) And everything ends up happily ever after. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All All right. Shall we do the highlights, Amelia? Let's do it. Uh, Yeah.
2: I would say this movie is painfully 2012. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I actually kind of like it. It's just... There's so many elements just from the clothes they wear, just what they talk about. It's just, it's so funny. And um, I especially loved the non-makeover montage of Miley and Douglas Booth doing the hand hearts. I was like, oh my God, this movie.
0: (laughs) This movie is 2012. And I'll tell you (laughs) that my biggest marker was how Miley Cyrus looked As any Miley fan knows, there are like certain eras of her life that follows the years in which she grew up from, you know, her young adulthood. This is prime Miley. This is when I really dedicated my life to her. She's got (coughs) the auburn hair, like the red tone, thick, like just post Hannah Montana, thick ass hair. She got into yoga. She was paparazzi every day in Toluca Lake going to yoga class. She had her snaggle tooth still intact pre-veneers. Okay, that's an important. This is also the year she transformed so much in 2012. She went from how we see her now, like the auburn, like, you know, reddish hair. That's when she started bleaching her hair. Mm. Remember, she went the really blonde phase and the top bun
2: phase. The top bun. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. Into it. And then the same year, she chopped her hair and then like debuted it right at the end of 2012. Like the real pixie cut, which was the start of something so completely different for her. So it's a crazy year. So it's really, I'm really happy this movie came out in 2012. So I could talk about that. Anyway, I was happy to see her in her like early, you know, 2010s Miley. Cause that was when I really fell in love.
3: Wow. I, I just that. got the energy from that was the same energy several years ago when Amelia went long on Kirsten Dunst <laughs> and just like, just like really was overcome by her love. That was, that was fun to watch. Wow, it was. a special. Time was. For us yeah. fans. Also. And
2: I love that. I feel, I love Kirsten Dunst, but her eras are not really that marked
3: right. <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah, okay,
2: she looks exactly the same as she did in an interview with the Vampire. But mm-hmm. and I, but I love I love seeing you react to all of Miley's different eras because she has some great eras and but, it's it's exciting.
0: Some good, some bad, as we know. Although <laughs> yeah. I think you ride great for the eras well, I don't, which yeah, is kind I of I each other out. <laughs> um anyway, Another highlight, not related to Miley, I think Demi Moore is extremely well mm. cast in this movie. Yes. Chaotic mm. mom, divorcee, also yeah. trying to figure out her life, make some good, you know, make some mistakes, make some good, you know, parenting choices. And they go together really
3: well. Like, yeah. This We've is watched a, a lot of mother-daughter movies this year for some reason. This is like <laughs> yeah. mother-daughter movie number four or five. Oh, that's funny. And some of them we have been like the vibe just like is not there. Like I don't buy them as like yeah. mother and daughter. Like something is off. But yeah, I agree. They also—it's like it's weird because I was like, Demi Moore is like—is she too hot for this role? But then like mm. she is, but also she still has like that mom, strict mom energy. Yeah, and they work really well off each other. So I agree. I actually thought she was well cast. Also, agreed. What else? Okay. Uh, speaking of the 2012 vibes, this movie makes me very nostalgic for how old iPhone. Texts used to yes. worse. Oh my god! And like, I think in my brain it's just tied to like high school drama and like waiting for texts from like a boy or something. Oh, oh, because it had yeah. that, you know, it like was shiny and it had it was kind of clear vibes. Yeah. And I just, it doesn't hit the same way anymore. Those like dramatic texts, yeah. like between friends or like a boyfriend or something, just hit different with that original iPhone. <laughs> they do iOS and (laughs) it just just, doesn't, it's just not the same (laughs) anymore. Maybe very nostalgic. (laughs) I agree. Um, Honestly, just overall highlight, this is just like a classic cringe mode pick. Like objectively bad movie, but like fun to watch, fun to like consider these specific actors in Mm -hmm. this era and like takes us back to our youth specifically, like bad styling, but like stuff we identify with. Yeah. Like moments that are like somehow both highlights and lowlights Cringe but fun. Easy watch. I was like, this is just like just like textbook cringe mode, which I, I appreciate. agree.
0: And not to bring it again back to Miley and the fandom, but I'm mm-hmm. surprised I didn't watch this. This was kind of the last, she doesn't do a lot of movies. We already did the climb. Wait, what's the movie that, what's oh, the last song? Last song. And then we cringe mode that however long ago. I feel like this was on our bucket list. Um, mm-hmm. and so I'm happy we did this. Yes. Not a lot of other highlights. So I guess we'll go to the lowlights, I suppose. Amelia?
2: Oh God! And early on, early on in this movie, there's a guy who's his whole subplot is he's a teacher who's he's a hot teacher, and there's her Miley's best friend is like obsessed with him, like in a really creepy way. But um, and I swear to you, I thought. It was Shane West. I was like, "Oh my <laughs> god, Shane West is in this movie!" But I was so disappointed to learn it. It, in fact, is not Shane West, and instead is some guy named Austin Nichols.
0: This guy is kind of one West. of those, like the those guys that you are like, "Oh, I've seen him in another yeah. 2012 movie. I just can't put my fingers on it."
3: Exactly. Yeah. I wish it was Shane West. I miss him. I agree <laughs> too.
0: Also, like we said at a certain time, a lot of this weird, creepy body stuff and body shots of yeah. girls that are supposed to be in high school that just absolutely would not get done now. They're in a locker room and they are just shooting close-ups of girls' butts Close in ups. underwear. Yeah, And it's really- for something
3: like not on HBO, you know, like this was also surprising to me. Yeah. Also yeah. for a
0: movie, for Teens, I was just like, what? It's just very it's not unnecessary. And then there's one really weird scene. Amelia, can you- I mean, this scene was, like, very
2: early on. This was in, like, yeah. the first five minutes. And there, one, I was kind of like, why are they all bathing together? Because it's Miley, Demi, and Miley's little sister. And they're all like, we're going to take a shower and bath together. Which, what? I mean, I my family didn't do that, but maybe someone else's family <laughs> did. I don't know. Um, but so Miley's taking off her clothes. And Demi is like, Lola, is that a Brazilian? And I was like, oh. I, I,
0: how yeah, did we get yeah.
2: here? What? Yeah, <laughs> this movie is only five minutes in. What's going on? Yeah, oh no.
3: I think that was a French thing. That's right oh, out of the trailer of my the French movie. God. And as soon did as th- I saw that, I was like, just like French vibes to that whole scene. Yeah. Actually, I think the yes, French are more likely to do that than us. That's Correct. That's
0: very true. But that's I was surprised true. that
3: they included that, like yeah. scene for scene, word for word. Basically. There's
0: a lot of weird. Yeah, we're gonna
3: talk later about another weird scene. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, what else, Kate? This movie starts out with a voiceover from Miley that kind of continues throughout. And she's like, that's me. We're in slow motion because that's how the hot <laughs> girls are introduced. And then she's like, that's my boyfriend, Chad. And she like, makes out with him. And she's like, this is my best friend, Kyle. And then she does like a weirdly intimate hug with her, yes. again, very hot platonic friend, Kyle. Yes. And uh, I was like, this is cringe. This is really bad. <laughs> the whole like introduction. And we just saw this with the... um. Like, I just don't like when it's like quirky and self-aware. The Reese Witherspoon, Ashton Kutcher movie did this where it came up with the words and it was like, this is how you know it's 2013. Mm, And then it was like pointing um, stuff out on this. And I was like, don't, we don't do this. Don't be self-aware. Breaking the fourth (laughs) wall is almost always bad and cringe. Uh Um, So the voiceover to me was not, I thought Miley was pretty good, but the voiceover didn't work uh, for me with her. And then I would have cut the teacher-student storyline. One, I was like, I don't care. Like there's enough other (laughs) drama. In this movie, like, why are we spending so much time on this? Yeah. Um yeah. And two, like, it just didn't really amount to anything. And right. I was like, let's just go back to Miley and like her life. I don't yeah. need to know anything that this friend is doing. Speaking of
0: cutting scenes, if I were to pick one to cut and leave on the floor, it would have been a very certain uh scene. But this same friend, I feel like this girl just got a bad end of a stick, but um, she's on the equivalent of like a chat roulette, chat talking to random strangers and you know, she, I'm not, I'm not going to, she, anyway, she uses like a raw road. like a raw chicken to, and I, and it, it's actually just, I cannot even, and I, Kate, I don't know if you fast forwarded. I, through that I entire hit scene. that 10
3: second skip button. I got <laughs> um, the idea, but I was like, Nope.
0: Oh my God. If that was in the original movie, they should have cut it. If that was an original idea, they should just, yeah. I don't know what we, yeah, um, we
3: needed to, if that was in the original, yeah, we need to be more uh, selective about what we're including. <laughs>
0: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah.
3: Um, and then last one, Kate. Like I said, I did appreciate the nostalgia of the early iPhone texting. But any movie where mm. a lot of it is spent with the main character silently staring at her phone <laughs> or a screen, when like little chat bubbles mm. are coming up and like that's the whole conversation and the whole plot. Uh-huh. it's It gets really old and it gets really boring to me. Yes, and that so was a funny. lot of this movie. You've Got Mail is like the only exception that I can think of where like mm. it's a lot of it is uh, long distance. Yeah. Um, email or like writing. But this, I was like, every time the little like AIM or whatever bubbles came up, I was like, oh my God, this is too much reading. If I wanted to read, I would read a book. <laughs> like, yeah, let's go. That's Agreed. so funny.
0: Um, Okay. So for age, the best and the worst, I thought the best, like I said, it was a very pivotal year for her and she was exiting Disney. She was about, as we know, at the end of the year, going to chop her hair off and really commit to mm-hmm. her like, I am an adult now era. But the first five minutes, I guess it came from the original movie, which makes me, Makes more sense, but the Brazilian wax conversation. She, I mean, she's like smoking weed in this movie. She's you know grappling with the idea of sex. It's very. I can see why she chose this role.
3: Yeah, and it's edgy. why
0: this all happened. Yes, very very edgy. And then age the worst. Oh my god, <laughs> there is such a specific type
3: of. Uh, it's not like emo. What is? It's like like all like scene yeah. kind of. Yeah. It's like the Look. edge of scene and also just like 2012, it girl, right? Kind of. Yes, yeah.
2: It's it's what's the um, Amy yeah, what's, Winehouse? It kind yes, of looks, it's like rockabilly
3: yes. kind of yeah. almost.
0: Yeah, and it's these like big chunky statement necklaces, very heavy <laughs> eyeliner, bumpets, headbands, and Ash and Ashley Green wears a lot of that, and she's like the hot girl in school.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I. Like the hot, like we were in school at slightly different eras, but like 2012 was my junior year. And like, this really was what the popular girls wore. Yeah, they had the so bump funny. in their hair. They had the flat ironed hair. Mm-hmm. And actually, speaking of that, I actually think that didn't age well, but Miley's style actually did. because. Agreed her style could have been way worse. Like in 2012, yes, like could. my hair was flat ironed to hell. Like, mm-hmm. even though, you know, even though like, she's kind of like alt too, like too cool for yeah. school. Yeah. And she kind of just has like waves, like kind of natural waves in yeah. this movie, which really, I really kind of didn't exist in, in my high school. Like everyone was either like <sighs> curling it or crimping it. Or it it's flat like a Hannah Montana, it. like, yeah, like, beach like you had to do kept. something. And actually mm-hmm. they've aged really well. Cause she didn't do much. Yeah. Uh to her hair in Heron's movie. And she really could have been just like flat iron to hell. Mm-hmm. So uh I think actually she looks pretty good. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I think the French movie that this is based on also aged pretty well. And like I, I think it's because I watched this and then I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, um, this makes more sense in French. Got it. <laughs> like I'm gonna in have in to watch context. This. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh, it actually looks kind of good. Like uh-huh. it looks kind of funny, and it just explains some of the weird choices. So I'm guessing if you watched both of these, that one is probably not necessarily like more enjoyable from our perspective because obviously Mm -hmm. we've enjoyed the actors and and the American version to a degree. But I think maybe in terms of like cinema, uh, that one might be slightly better. Sure. I see. I see. And then lastly, Amelia.
2: I, I just think honestly, it's probably for the best that no one talks about this movie. And, and I I really, I say that more so of like whoever wrote and directed this, mm-hmm. which I guess I'm blaming it on French people. But um, it's just like, well, I don't understand the plot of this film. Like, why did yeah. you make it? I don't mm-hmm. get it. And there are so many like talented, famous
3: people in this movie. I'm just like, okay. I know this it Actually, such- I agree. It's good that it kind of disappeared because this could be something that people kind of keep dragging back and right. like taking scenes out of context and being like, oh, this was awkward. But yeah. it kind of died a quiet death. So I think yeah. that's for the best.
0: Yeah, it really flopped. I know. I wish she would return to acting. Maybe she was just so scarred by how horribly this movie went that she <laughs> never returned. Okay, let's do MVP. Obviously, my answer in my heart is Miley, but it's not that interesting to say. So I'm giving it to the grandma in this movie, who's an actress named Marlo Thomas. She's very famous. I know her from friends. She was a parent in that for a long time, but she's been around in an actress since the sixties. And I thought also she, the look, the attitude, the like raspy voice, she was perfectly cast in this yeah. movie with the, I like, this was very clearly three generations of women, which Agreed. I appreciated. Yeah. yeah. She's
2: also the St. Jude lady who comes with the commercials. And she's like, please donate to St. Jude's.
0: Oh God, is that maybe where I know her from? I was like, why is this woman so familiar? It can't possibly be from Friends. Oh my God, good call. Great range.
3: Wow, wow, wow. She does have the range, yeah. She does. (laughs) I'm taking Demi as my Mm. MVP. Uh, Normally, I think I would have been like really out on the mom love life storyline. I would have been like, take us back to Miley and her high school (laughs) escapades. But uh, I don't know, she pulled it off. She's fun. She looks great. (laughs) And like, I did think she actually had a good mix of like being a chaotic, like divorcee yes. and also yeah. kind of being like a strict mom. Like there were some like, no, you know, she went through a diary, like that's not chill, but she was believable <laughs> as like a chaotic mom who also is still very much like a mom mm-hmm. and like not that irresponsible herself. So um, I think yeah. she did a great job. Yeah. Yes.
2: You know, I am just, I agree with you, Demi and Miley and Marlo love them, I, I, but I've got to give it to the blonde Best friend because she had to do some really embarrassing acting. I mean, this girl was, she got the chicken thing. She had to do that. She had to pretend like she was really obsessed with the teacher. Like, that is so, I don't think I can watch that. That is so embarrassing. This is
3: Ashley Hinshaw, by the way. Ashley Hinshaw is another person that you've seen in stuff, but not. Yes, she looked familiar. This woman is married to Topher Grace.
2: Oh my God. Oh,
0: wow.
2: Interesting,
0: fascinating stuff,
3: huh? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, she did. She had. She did not, was not given good material. No, uh, in this movie, and she did her best. <laughs> yes. She really did.
0: You know. <laughs> One quick lightning round question: What was the best 2010s fashion that you guys saw in this movie?
3: I want to give a shout out to again, just very accurate to my lived experience. Uh, the solid color V-neck tee that you pulled all the way down, mm. stretched all the way down over your <laughs> jeans to your butt. Like oh. that was just rampant. That was an everyday so staple. Funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and just all over. That's the city. so real. All yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um,
2: I would say <laughs> I totally agree with that. I also think there's lots of bracelets
0: and long ne- necklaces going on mm-hmm. here. And
2: I was, yeah, like,
0: it was the necklaces, the statement necklaces for me yeah. that I was also wearing that I choose yes. to forget. Um. <laughs> And just joking, I didn't scroll down far enough. We got one more lightning round question. In your opinion, besides Miley and Demi, who is the most successful person in this film today?
3: This was such a good question. And I don't know the answer to it because there are so many people that have like, are recognizable, but have fallen off the map, but used to be big, but aren't anymore. I really like Douglas Booth. I'm actually very invested in his relationship with Belle Powley, who's another British actress. Um, And he had a moment where he was like, kind of the next like he and like Sam Claflin were like in the mm. same like mm-hmm. early era where they were like the like next like hot British guy and then he kind of just like didn't do anything mm-hmm. Um, so he's fallen off the map so I actually kind of want to say Jay Hernandez who's the hot police officer He, but he also kind of has fallen off the map but he was in mm-hmm. Suicide Squad he's like pretty consistently employed Yeah, and he's That's in that key. Magnum P.I. remake show which oh. apparently is ongoing and got on television. He so, is Magnum PI, right? I think so. Okay. So like that's it. a recognizable role. Yeah, that I is. couldn't have told you he was in that until I looked at IMDb, <laughs> but he is, you know, booked and busy, so... Well, it's good.
0: I feel like Ashley Green's Mm. Twilight presence will just have her eternally kind of around and semi-relevant. Because that movie or something about that series goes viral every single year. And she does have a very distinct, like, features and a face. So I feel like she—but not to say that she's done a whole lot since this movie, since Twilight in general. Apparently she's in a—was in a movie called Wrong Place— or is a TV show? I cannot. Okay. I think it's a movie. Anyway, not. She's you know. big,
3: kind of big on social we media. Don't know. Though. She's got like the whole oh, like yoga is. thing, and like oh. she and her husband from the other vampire show, um, oh. the Damon on the Vampire Diaries. What's his real name? Ian Somerhalder. Oh. She's with him, right? No, that's they, the other one. Oh, oh, is that Nikki? What's yeah. her face? Yeah. Oh, this is the other Twilight girl. Yes, <gasps> fully confused them. See, which yeah, is so not C so recognizable, recognizability factor. <laughs> maybe not that distinctive a face. Oh, that's um, so funny! Yeah, I completely confused them. Yeah, what is Ashley Green doing? That's really, yeah, funny. not much. <laughs> not much. Okay, um, oh,
0: let's do T times unanswerable questions. Go ahead, Kate.
3: Okay, uh, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas were at the Vanity Fair Oscar party, looking amazing. She was towering over him as she tends to do uh, in her heels and in his, you know, five, nine sleigh. And I just I actually like really kind of like them together these days. And I really like her and I'm ready for her comeback. But I was thinking again about um, just them as a couple and how she really manifested this for herself because she was Mm -hmm. a big Jonas Brothers fan in her teenage years. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I was just wondering if you followed the Sophie Turner model and you married your preteen celebrity crush because she said in interviews like he was it like he was like her like 12, 13 year old so biggest celebrity crush oh who she is now married and has two children with and is towering over on red carpets <laughs> and fixing his tie on the at the Vanity Fair Oscar party. If you followed her model and you married whatever celebrity you were most in love with when you were like 11, 12, 13, who would you be married to right now?
2: Amelia, who's your answer? Um, You know, probably Shane West. I was like I, I loved him. I, I really like, And I still am a fan. So that's yeah. a great one. I yeah. love Shane West.
0: Yeah. If you go really early, I think it's like Justin Timberlake because I loved him in mm. NSYNC. And I didn't know at that time how tall I would also become. So I think I would... <laughs> he's five, maybe. He's under six feet. So I probably would be turned over him in heels. Um, but... I, I also can't, ex- I think Robert Pattinson, whenever that first Twilight mm. movie came, I would like cut out photos of him and like tape them
1: onto uh, my room. That is true. I love Ooh. that.
3: You know, yeah. yeah, depending on what year we pick, Robert Pattinson would also be up there <laughs> Yeah, for me. I might be married to him. However, the funny thing is that I think mine would be, I think this was my One Direction phase. Oh was my like, God. Oh. But, but ironically, mm. I was not a hairy really girl <laughs> at all. Who I are think you? I would be married to like Niall Horan. <gasps> Oh, my. Oh my yeah. God. Hold on. I'm I doing a high that. check on Niall I really f- oh. I kind of pivoted through everyone except Harry, like that during those hilarious. early years. And wow. so it might be one of the other ones. It might be like,
0: Liam Payne, which would be tough. Oh, <gasps> Niall Horn is 5'8". Kate, you would be Sophie Turner on the red carpet.
3: There you it's go. It's meant to be. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. I, you know depending if- on what year, it would be one of those, I think. But it would not I'd be like Harry. I like
2: Niall. He is on yeah. The Voice and my parents watch The Voice. And my dad's like, I like
3: this Irish guy. So... He's very likable of the ones that I could be married to. I think he's probably the best, the best pick, uh, the best non-hairy pick um, Mm -hmm. of that squad. But yeah,
0: I love that.
3: That's Um, a good question. Amelia,
0: (laughs) what on earth is your question?
3: (laughs) I'm sorry.
2: I had the Chris Appleton Erewhon smoothie as my original question, but (laughs) then. But then my friend texted me last night. I'm so... I don't know. I could not stop laughing about this. Okay, so Survivor is on on Wednesdays. And right after Survivor is the RuPaul Lingo show, which I think we've talked about. It's like Wordle, but... Oh, on yeah, TV we have. And, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and they get, they get just like a bunch of random... They, I think they love having twins on this show for what... I don't know if RuPaul's sure. like into twins or something. But... <laughs> My friend sent me over a photo cuz he was watching it after Survivor. And the two women, I guess they're sisters, they might be twins cuz they were dressed really similarly and they look, and they look like sisters. And the names on their little like screen uh were Shelvia spelled S H E L V I A and Gelvia G E L V I A. And I was like what? I have never seen those names before in my entire life. Shelvia and Gelvia. And he texts back, they said their mom's name was Belvia. (laughs)
1: Stop. Okay. So my
2: question is, have you ever heard of these names? Shelvia, Gelvia, or Belvia? Okay.
0: No, but I ask you, which would you rather be named? Shelvia, Belvia, or Gelvia? That is a
2: great question. I think... shelvia I think, maybe maybe
0: i'll go I
3: think
2: belvia belvia, oh, belvia it reminds
3: me of belvita which is like a <laughs> brand of snacks that my mom really likes okay so here's the thing belvia obviously existed first right and then the mom was like right. i want to name like my daughters something that shelvia rhymes with gelvia. my name so then she right. made up shelvia and gelvia i right. think she could have done better i think you could have done really? like like um well now, now i can't yeah, yeah what <laughs> literally what? <Gelvia laughs> isn't very good i feel like you could have done like Delvia or oh Delvia oh that's uh, Delvia? nice actually okay Helvia okay. that's not better but Helvia. like what Shelvia? about Felvia? Oh, Felvia oh no I don't like that. that okay
0: <laughs> I'll name my own daughter Felvia that you can be
3: do you guys like when like twins are named the same, same thing no, or like siblings I all the same the same letter no I think it's annoying do any, any of you sorry. guys have that you don't right mm-hmm. I don't like as you say that what if uh, Kate you your parents as triplets named you guys Shelvia, Belvia, and Gelvia <laughs> I'm always. I'm very glad that they didn't. They never wanted to like have our names start with the same letter. Oh, good. Which one would you be though,
2: Shelvia, Gelvia, or Belvia?
3: Ooh, I'm first, so I think I would be. Oh, would you? You be Belvia? (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. And then my brother and sister would be Shelvia and Gelvia.
0: I feel like Anne is more a Shelvia, and then (laughs) Tyler's more Gelvia. Yeah, she has Shelvia energy. (laughs) If you guys know anyone in your lives (laughs) named any three of of these these names, please (laughs) slide into our DMs.
3: I'm sorry I mean, This just made me laugh So I could not stop laughing like these, this Thank you Thank you for so bringing this here This is the kind of content we love <laughs> Yeah okay, sometimes good. You just
0: gotta change it up In this category yep. You know yeah. what I mean yep. Yeah That's why it's i just here. talked
3: about Celebrities so for sure. an hour
0: Let's just <laughs> do something A little different now <laughs> Okay that's it And let us know Really DM us um, Yeah Thank you guys so much For listening Thank you to Kaya Our producer I'm Liz Kelly I'm Kate Howell And I'm Amelia Wademyer